Hey guys, what's up? It's Olivia, and I'm back here with Real and Relentless. And today I have a very special guest. Let me introduce you to runner, teacher, and coffee lover, Lexi Blair. Hey guys, what's up? How are you? <laughs> I'm so good. How are you? I'm good. I was super excited to bring Lexi onto the podcast. I've watched her running for at least the last year. How long yeah. have you been running? Um, Total about a year and a half, but I got really serious. Uh, probably a year or so ago. That's awesome. How many races have you done this past year? Um, I've done five and I would like to say six, but because of COVID, I did not get to run <laughs> in May, of course. <laughs> Putting a damper on everything, but it's fine. It's changing all of our yes, plans. Yes, it is. But the thing is, everyone's plans are being changed. And so I'm kind of trying to just chill out and let it go since everyone is just kind of in shambles right now, but it's fine. <laughs> so what got you interested in running? Like what made you want to keep going after that first mile that you ran? Yeah. Um, I don't, you know what? It's weird to think about, but in high school, I played soccer and basketball and long distance running was just, I, I petrified me. I just never wanted to do it. And then in college, I stopped playing sports and I just, needed to figure out a way to stay active and so um I would run here and there in college and then my senior year so this past year well I guess last summer is when I really got serious but I started to run and I remember I ran like a four mile run and I thought that was pretty like that was decent for not really being a runner and I was like you know me being the competitor that I am um, I kind of put a little competition with myself and I was like, you know what, like tomorrow I'm going to do five then. <laughs> and then I just kept kind of increasing my mileage and I learned that it wasn't even the physical aspect that I loved. It was that mental aspect of pushing myself and it was kind of just a place for me to just be and just be outdoors and think and kind of just escape from the realities of life and, yeah, I think really just the mental aspect is what really got me, I think. Did you struggle at all with wanting to stop? Like if your mind was telling you, all right, we've ran enough. I want to stop right now. Did you struggle with battling your own mind? You know, I think that running is such a mind game. That's all I can say to anybody who wants to get into running. And, um, you know, it's crazy. There never was really a time that I was like, I, I don't want to do this. Like, I just want to stop. Like, I think I fell in love with running from the beginning. And um, I don't know. I think it, it is such a mind game. And you do, you have to be stronger than your mind tells you that. Like, you are, I think a lot of times, if you're physically hurting, your body's like, you need to stop. Like, this is hard. But no, you shouldn't. You need to overcome what your mind is telling you. And it's not always about a feeling that your body is feeling. It's it's so much more than that to me. And so I just think being mentally strong from the get-go really is what will set you up for success. So do you counteract negativity with positivity if it ever does cross your mind? Do you uh, feel like you have to reassure yourself sometimes? I think I think if you just tell yourself over and over that you are capable and you can do this. I mean, in my mind, sometimes if things get rough for me, I'm like, Lexi, you are so capable. You can do anything that you put your mind to. And it is cheesy to think about sometimes, but it's true. I mean, it's mind over matter. 
or mind over miles at that point. <laughs> I love that. That's cute. <laughs> so what was the first race that you ran? You started your running career, was it a year ago or how long ago was that? Probably like a year and a half ago, I'd say. Um, so I decided to sign up for a half marathon. Like most people would be like, I'm going to sign up for a 5k or a 10k, but I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to sign up for a half. That's something <laughs> that I'm thinking right now. Like yeah. you're speaking to my current soul. I, I mean, you like tell yourself, like, I probably should start small, but my personality is just very like, I'm getting after it. If I'm doing it, I'm going all out. <laughs> so, so, um, I was kind of looking around at races and this was about late May. I would say that I was starting to think about this and I was looking for some races in the fall because I knew I'd probably be in pretty good shape at that point and um, I was kind of looking around and I saw this race and it was called run like a girl and I'm just I'm a total girl power like I just love that vibe I just I don't know And I read the description of the race and it was in Columbus and it was talking about that all the proceeds go to women's cancers. And this is something super um, near and dear to my heart because my dad's mom actually passed away of ovarian cancer before any of us, um, any of my siblings were born. And so I kind of dedicated my first race and my why was really for her. And, um, I could just picture her looking down um, from heaven and just like just being so proud. And that was kind of something that made me keep going. And um, I actually surprised my dad and um, the day of my race. And I wore this um, shirt and it said, I wear teal for my grandma, which is the ovarian cancer um, color. And he just started crying. It was the morning of my race. And so I think that if any of you are thinking about even starting or running a race, you need to pick a race that is meaningful to you and that you can think of a why, like, why am I doing this? What is the purpose of me doing this? And I think that will motivate you and push you and really just set you up up to succeed. So I would say that... um, definitely pick something that you sets your soul on fire and makes you passionate about. I think that sounds like an awesome race to get started. Not oh, only yeah. because, yeah, it seems so inviting to so many people and to be surrounded by women doing oh, and my encouraging gosh. themselves to do something that you're doing. Right. It feels probably very electrifying. It, it did. Um, I always, like a couple of weeks leading up to the race, I remember laying in bed and being just so nervous. And I thought it was going to be a very competitive atmosphere. And when I got there, it was the most encouraging atmosphere. And I mean, maybe it's just me, but after the race, I told my parents, I'm like, that's the most fun I've ever had in my life. (laughs) And they were like, you are such a nerd. Like you just ran. Like, what do you mean? That's the most fun you've had in your life. But the women were all encouraging each other and um everyone was running past each other saying good job and everyone was high-fiving each other and I just I can't describe to you the feeling but it was just the most amazing feeling it was so surreal 
and to start to finish a race that you put your mind to from the beginning in training, it was just the most satisfying thing. It was just something that I just can't explain to you, but you, if any of you are like even thinking about running, like you have to, you just need to get started. Like I'm such an advocate of it. I, I tell people, I'm like, you gotta run. Like it's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> just run to the block for me know. real quick. You'll be addicted. I know. Let's go. I know it's my drug of choice, but <laughs> <laughs> it's a good high. one. No, it's a real thing. It really is though. Yeah. So, okay. Olivia, you've started running, right? Yeah, I have actually. I've did 37 miles in the past eight days. Holy moly. Yeah, so I'm super excited. I was so excited to talk to Lexi with you guys on the podcast today because it's something that I just started doing as well. And I kept up with her over the past year and her races and I've kind of checked in with her and asked her for advice because I ran track in high school and I I didn't even like it. Like I hated it. (laughs) I think it's different too when someone's telling you, okay, today you got to run 10 miles. It's different when it's your own choice. But No, I do appreciate Olivia always has checked in with me and just asked me how my races are. And I mean, as much as I love running, I just it's so awesome when people genuinely act like they care about what you're doing with your life. And so I really appreciate you always asking me. I mean, support is a major thing with running, in my opinion. So um also, yeah, if any of you are thinking about running, I'd say get a good support system. And I mean, my family has, I mean, bless them. They are saints. They probably get so sick of me talking about it, but they act like they care. And I know they do care, but there's probably times they're like, Lexi, shut up. Like, like, oh, look at my mile time. Like, look at my mile splits today. 805, 806. They'll be like, all right. Like, like can I print yes, these out? Yes, I know. Can I hang them up for all of you to see on the refrigerator? Yes. Like, this is my, my yes. now adult. Right report card right the whole family. right no seriously <laughs> but no my family has been their support has just been unreal they after I every run that I run which is ev- pretty much every day they will ask me like how'd your run go today Lex and it's something so simple but it means so much to me when people check in with you about things that you're passionate about it it's so motivating and um I just remember every race that I've ran, my family has been there and they have supported me. And I don't know, it's just, it's something so special. And it's been like, it's just been a lot of fun for all of us to be together, like doing something kind of different. I never really ran track or cross country in high school. So it's just something so new to my entire family. So it's just been a blessing, honestly. From that first day of training, when you first were like, this is it, I'm going to start running from here on out. This is what I'm going to start doing every single day Right to the moment that you crossed that finish line at that first race you ran. How did that feel to cross that line? I, I get chills thinking about it, but honestly, I remember it was late May and I I paid for the half and I am like, I'm doing this. I paid for it. I'm invested in it. Like I have some skin in the game. Like I'm doing this. And I trained my butt off. And I remember when I was running that race, I, I couldn't describe just the feeling of how proud I was of myself. And I mean, 
I think there's times that we're all like, oh, I'm proud of myself. But that was a moment that I was like, I stuck to something. I am so proud of myself. And when I crossed that line, my family was all waiting for me and they just hugged me. And I'm not a crier, but I just kind of got tears in my eyes. And I mean, I just, I envisioned that past summer of me running every single day and just, um, working my butt off for something. And it just all was so, it just all came to life really. And, um, I can't just, I just can't describe it to you. It just was such a sense of accomplishment. It gives me goosebumps hearing you talk about it. Yes, because you're envisioning yourself doing it. (laughs) I know. And I'm like, I know how it feels to work so hard for something and then see it pay off. Right. Literally look. Goosebumps. (laughs) It just, Dang, girl, we should measure the hairs on those arms. Those are sick. <laughs> no kidding. It makes me so excited uh, for you, though, because I love seeing people light up about what they're passionate yes. about. And hard work is something oh that you gosh. have to sew every single yeah, day. Yeah, it is. Every day. And it's little pieces. It's right. pretty pieces. It's really hard mm-hmm. work. And that's something that you probably saw other people doing and you're like, oh my gosh, how did they do that? Right. So to do it for yourself, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm capable. Right. Oh, like, that was my thing. I'm like, I couldn't believe I was so capable. Um, I, a lot of people will ask me like after a long run, they'll be like, how do you run 15 miles? And I'm like, I always reply and I say, you can do it too. Like Mm -hmm. you could easily do it. And they're like, no, I can't. Like I could not do that. And I'm like, no, like you are so capable. Like everybody is so capable. I think to me, God put us on this earth to do big things and not to sit on the couch and watch Netflix. Like he gave us all a purpose and a passion. And if he gives you the physical capabilities, he has equipped you with all the tools that you need. You just have to kind of get your mind into it. And I think that's something else that makes running so not easy for me, but something that it just feels mindless sometimes because I'm like, God has given me every single thing that I need to do this. Why would I not have him look down on me and say like, thank you. Like, thank you for using the tools that I've given you. And so I, to me, I just think that we are put on this earth to do huge things and to do big things. And you are so capable of anything. Even if you tell yourself you aren't, you a hundred percent are. And even if that's not running, even if it's, I I don't know. Any other sport. Any other other sport or passion or anything. If you're writing a book, like you can do it. You can do big things. You just have to put your mind to it. And as Lexi and I were talking earlier and we were talking about, you know, there are times I've ran and been like, I could stop right yeah. now. I won't, but I could right. stop. But then I think about the people that would do anything right. to have legs or right. the people that would do anything to be able to run. And I'm like, right. who am I to right. say I can't? Right. Who am I to say, who am I to say I can't do that? Right. And that's something that's super motivating as well is to think about the people that don't even have legs. Right. And they're showing up and they're running these races right. and you're complaining right. about your right. perfectly capable body. Right. You know? Like, yeah, you're a little tired today. Or, no, like, and this sounds kind of mean, but like, get over it. Like, <laughs> like, not everything you do feels perfect all the time. Like, that's not life. I think there are so many people, there are so many kids laying in hospital beds at home without limbs and kind of like you said, Liv, like, 
who am I to say that I can't do something? Like, it's just crazy to me. I, I can't believe so many people limit themselves because of right. their own current abilities right. right now. If only people could see the longevity. Right. Getting started sucks. I'm oh not my, even going to lie. That was the hardest part for me, 100%. Like, getting started, and especially if you start in the summer, it's totally – it. the heat is brutal. But if you're starting now in the summer, the fall and winter runs are going to be a piece of cake for you. So in your first race, Run Like a Girl, you stated that you ran that for your grandma, yes. and that was your why. That yeah. was your reason. That's what kept you mm-hmm. going. That's what kept your head in the game right. during that race. When you change races or you run every single day, does that why change, or does it become influenced by other parts of your life? Um, for me, I've always been passionate about a lot of things, but when I started running, I something clicked in me, and I was like, wow, this is what I am passionate about. It, It's a time for me. And the why would probably have to be, it's a time for, it's Lexi time. Me, when I run, that is my me time. That's how I think. That is how I de-stress. Um, to me, it's so much more, I mean, like I said, it's more mental than physical. And for me, I do it for my mental health and to keep my, he- my head clear and, um, Really, I would choose to go on a run over like going and getting a massage or doing anything like that. It's my me time. It's it's just what keeps me grounded, honestly. And I do run for races sometimes, but like even if I didn't sign up and run races, I would still run every day. But races make it more of a fun competitive side, I guess you could say, but for me, my why is that it keeps me grounded and and Jesus has given me the capabilities, so why would I not use them? You know what I mean? I love that. And I think it reminds me of the verse that's we must run the race right. before us. Right. With endurance. Yes. And that's a really positive reminder as well. And that's a great way to look at it. Do you feel like you have enhanced your mental health? Oh my gosh. Running? Absolutely. I I think that it has cleared my head and just really just chilled me out a lot. Um, I'm very, I'm just a kind of a hyper person in general, and I just have a lot of energy. And I think when I, I run every day, it definitely just helps me like bring my thoughts together. And it, I don't know how to describe it. Do you get what I'm saying though? It just clears my head and it's almost just like, all right, Lexi, you're good now. Like everything's all good. Um, and I'm also a worrier about a lot of things, even though I shouldn't be, but it helps me just de-stress. Um, I never knew a great way to de-stress, but that is the only way I have found that really like, I'm like, Oh, I feel so good now. Um, so yeah. With my personal experience from running and really guys, I've only been running since the beginning of June, and it is the 18th today. <laughs> so just over two weeks, I've been running. And She's I've, a seasoned runner I'm already. A seasoned runner. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh my gosh, I wish. But I really have felt like my mental health has, like you said, I'm really chill. Yeah. And I struggle with anxiety and stuff oh, sometimes. And right. I'm always running from point A to point B nonstop all the time. And I feel like it's really made me just more centered. Yeah, like grounded. Yeah, absolutely. It feels so good. Uh, So I totally understand where you're coming from. I feel like that's helped me a lot. For sure. And I think in 
the world that we live in, just the high, high stress, like fast paced life that we live in, I think that running can really put you into perspective, especially if you run outside, you can take in all like all the nature around you and really just breathe in the air. And it sounds so cheesy, but it is, I think sometimes we forget. I think we're just on our phones all the time and we're just so, I don't know how to describe it. We're just into this react, like this fantasy world. And when you go and run and get in nature, it is just so, do you know what I'm talking about? It's like a it's, really, like it's a very grounding it, feeling. It is. You feel human again or something. I think in our culture and our society, some, like a lot of things are so dehumanized, like being on our phones all the time. Oh, like this picture is edited. This isn't even what this girl looks like, you guys. Like, and then you're going to sit there and compare yourself and be sad and blah, blah, blah. But getting out and just honestly unplugging from everything is something that I just have found. It's how I can unplug from everything around me, really. No, absolutely. When you say to like seeing people on social media and fitness bodies and all this stuff, do you feel like seeing your body's capability as a runner that you've learned to appreciate what you have? Oh my gosh. It, it is just the, the feeling is just such a, a blessing and you'll be on a long run and you just, I mean, I personally just think to myself like, Holy smokes, Lexi, like your body is so capable of doing hard things. Like you are on mile 10 and you're still going like you are a little machine. You know what (laughs) I mean? Like, I think, I think a lot of times fitness can be, oh, I want to look like this. I want to look like, it's not even like, no, it should be about like, I can do this. Like I am capable of this. And I think that's something with running is that I personally don't care physically, like, I do want to, like, look good physically, but running is just so much more mental to me, and it's, you make yourself so mentally strong, really. I feel like once you learn to appreciate your body's capabilities, you start to love your body more. Right, completely. I, it's just craziness to me that when you, when you do things like that, you do, you do think about kind of how we were talking about earlier the people and the kids who would, who would love to do that. You know what I mean? And so to actually be physically able to do it makes you appreciate your body so much more. And running really made me learn to take care of my body. And I've always been a healthy eater. And, um, you know, in high school, like I seared ice your body after like a game blah blah in quotes I know none of us did it like (laughs) are like make sure you stretch after this hard practice yeah okay you're like nope not for me yeah (laughs) yeah no seriously but I think that when you get into running or whatever it is you're into physically if you want to be able to keep doing that you have got to learn to take care of yourself and during my half training that is definitely something that I was like, if if I'm going to do this, like I, I have to take care of myself. I have to roll. I have to ice. I have to stretch. Um, and I know it takes time to do those things, but when you stop doing those things, it's when you're going to get hurt and your, your goal is just not going to be able to happen. Um, this past spring, I was training for a full, which didn't happen. Obviously I said because of Corona, but, um, 
I learned that was like a major turning point for me. Um, I was running like close to 60 miles a week and that was rough. I learned I needed way more sleep if I'm doing something like that. I need to ice. I need to stretch. I, you, you just learn to take care of your body. And that was a really cool part. I think that running, all you think about is the running, but there are so many behind the scenes things that go into a run. What do you feel like your average week looks like with running and training right now? Um, so because I never got to run my full, I honestly haven't really stopped training at that high of a caliber. Um, so I am probably running close to 45 to 60 miles a week, really just depending on how I'm feeling. And that's something else. If you're not training for a race, make sure you do what feels right to your body. If you are constantly in a high mileage every week, you're going to get hurt. Like your body is, your body is made to do crazy things, but like you can't keep putting that type of stress on your body. Um, so I probably, I've been averaging this summer, like 45 to 60 miles a week. And that's also been because I've had a lot of people that I've been able to run with because they're home from school, which has been awesome. And so, um, this is kind of going off on an, another tangent, but I think that the running community is just the most awesome, most supportive community. It's so fun to just text a friend and be like, hey, you want to go on a run tomorrow? And you can talk while you're running. And I don't know. I just think that um, finding others and kind of like a support system, it makes it so much fun. How did you find your support system? For sure, my family has always been my support system no matter what, um, but I've had a couple of running friends. Um, shout out to Becca. She kind of inspired me a lot uh, with running, but um, I think if you find a good running friend who not only wants to run with you, but wants to push you to be better, not to just go on a little jog, but like, I mean, the other day we went on an eight mile run and we were so out of breath because we were pushing our paces so much. But after we were done, that was like, we were like, that was the greatest thing ever. Like that was the best <laughs> feeling. But during it, you're like, oh my gosh, I, want to die right I now. can't even breathe. But, <laughs> but I think when you find people who, who have big goals like you do and who want to push it, or maybe you just want to be a chill runner and find people that have the same types of goals as you. And it's so much fun to pursue those goals together. I've found too, it's hard to kind of find friends that long for and want the same things that you do. So oh, it's yeah. so awesome to hear that you have someone that you can bounce that back right. and forth from. Because sometimes you need that person behind you. Like, oh, come yeah. on, let's go faster. Right. Let's keep it moving. Right. No, absolutely. Um, you just kind of have to, you have to find someone or a little group of people and it, it makes all the difference in the world, honestly. But to me, I, I like to be pushed and I like, I don't like to feel comfortable. And I think you can't, you can run comfortably, but when it, you get out of that comfort zone, I think is when you really see your potential. Um, I think that my pace was always, like my pace has always been, I guess, an average pace, 
But lately, I've just learned that I am capable of pushing the limit and going faster. And um, I don't know, it's just something to be proud of for yourself, really. Even though it's not a school sport, or I mean, it's just something that makes you feel proud. I think that also enhances your self-confidence, yes. too. You are seeing your body do these great things. Right. You're constantly putting yourself on a schedule to complete a certain task. Right. And once that's done, I think that really boosts your endorphins. Just oh, my gosh. As an entity on its yes. own, as it being a task checked right. off the list. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You're immediately feeling that sense of accomplishment. Right. Which is so important. Right. Which is, I guess we kind of talked about this, but it's it's why I'm a morning runner, 100%. Um, I love, and a lot of people aren't like this, but I love getting up out of bed. I'm the person that is probably so annoying in the morning. Like my parents, if if I'll go upstairs, it'll be like seven in the morning and they'll just be like drinking their coffee. And I'll be like, good morning, everybody. I'll just be like, like, shut up. They're like, I need more coffee before I can deal with this right now. And I'm like, all right, deuces going on a 12 mile run. And they'll be like, all right, see ya. But no. I think that um, kind of how you said, getting something checked off of your list for the day, I'm very type A. So when I get something done, I'm, you know, check it off the list. But um, to start my day that way always makes my day so good. I, I can't describe it to you, but, and even if you're not a morning runner, maybe you're a nighttime runner, which is awesome too. But I think it's a task that is more for it's more for you it's not for anybody else it's not for work it's not for school it's it's a a you task which makes it more fun in my opinion it makes it more worthwhile but because you're doing it for yourself ultimately no one's no one's out there saying you need to go run like it's you telling yourself and that's when I think the big changes of your just your mental toughness and your mental capabilities truly come out because no one's telling you to do it. You're telling yourself to do it. And coming from sports and doing different things in school and always being kind of told, all right, do your homework. All right. You need to go to practice to becoming an adult and choosing something for yourself every single day. Right. It's a totally different structure. It is. It is. And, um, it true. It is. It's just, I, it's just, I don't know how to describe it to you, but I think it's hard when someone is telling you to do something all the time. But when you tell yourself to do it, it's like, all right, I'll do that. But if someone's like, you need to go run 25 miles today, you're like, yeah, no way. Yeah, I'm never going to do that because right. you said so. <laughs> right. But it's like, if I want to do it, I'm going to do it then. Do you feel like you had to practice that self-discipline? I... I think I grew up with a lot of self-discipline, um, just growing up as an athlete for sure. Um, but I think I did have to practice a little bit after I printed out my, my running log for my half marathon training, I was like, all right, whoa, baby, like this is, this is going to be something. And then every day that I would do something, I'd cross it off, cross it off. And I had it hanging on my bedroom wall, actually. And every time I'd get back from a run, I'd cross it off. And um, the feeling of, it's so weird, but you know what I mean? When you cross off something, it's literally just a little pin line. And you're like, yes. like That is so that satisfying. Is, that 12-mile run, like that was, the pen was just so worth it. It was literally the like little, the icing yeah, on the cake. Yeah, just a little check mark. But <laughs> then when I finished training and I saw it, um, hanging on my wall with all the check marks and all the highlights. And I look back at it and I'm like, 
oh, I remember, like, I remember that run. Like, and you kind of, you can connect memories with your runs. And um, like, I remember last summer, my longest run, I was on the bike path and there was, and I'm not scared of snakes. And I know a lot of people are terrified. But there was this enormous snake snake like draped across the path and I was like no way so now every time I go past that spot on the path I think about that but it's really cool to connect memories and to make memories running and it sounds weird but and I think you you remember your hardest run and then you'll remember like your happiest runs and it's just a memory that you create and it's just so awesome to look back on and whether you're running with people making memories or it's just with yourself, it is just it's just so much fun, in my opinion. I absolutely love that. And I feel like as well, you're more observant when you run, which oh my is maybe gosh. why your mind opens and you're yes. able to kind of take in those memories. Right. You're not as distracted. Right. Not at all. Um, I think when you look or especially if you're in on a beautiful bike path or you're in nature, there's times like I will be just jam into my music and I'll be like, you know what? Like I just, I'm going to unplug for a second and I'll like turn my headphones off and just honestly just listen to nature while I'm running. And I know that might sound weird to some of you or cheesy or whatever, but I think it really kind of lets you take in God's creation and be like, this world is so beautiful. There is so much out there to see and running has created a lot of, exploration for me honestly um and it's created a deeper love of nature to me um and I think a lot of runners can vouch for that as well it's so much more relaxing than I ever would have thought it was oh my gosh once you get over that little hump of like this is horrible my legs hurt it is like whoa like I it's indescribable and I don't I don't have a lot of words to describe it but you know what I mean. You start to flow and then you're receptive because right. you're not focused as much on wanting to stop. Right. Just wanting to go. Right. Right. And that's something that I love to say to people is it doesn't matter how fast you're going. You just have to go. Just don't stop. Just don't stop. Just keep going. You'll get faster as you run. Your pace will decrease. It just comes with the sport. But just going and getting that distance and then your paces will start to drop. But really, just getting out there and going is my only advice that I can say. And not stopping, for sure. Because it, it's so easy to stop. But once you keep going, it almost seems easier to keep going. I don't know how to describe it to you. But like I, you said, yeah. you get in a rhythm and a flow. And you're like, shoot, like I could do this forever. But for me, it's like the first 30 minutes of a run, I'm like, okay, like settle in, like forget about what's happening, like in, in the real world, like just settle in, chill out. And then once I get over that 30 minutes, I feel like I could run forever. It's, it's so true. And because I feel like I make a commitment to myself, yes. I almost feel very in tune with yeah. myself. And yeah. I let myself know, you know, Olivia, this is the only thing that exists right now. Right. You on this run mm -hmm. in nature enjoying yourself right that's the only thing right. that exists almost like you said like you don't even worry as much right it's weird like they just fall by the wayside right as you just go along and you enjoy yourself right on your run. completely if if you're stressed about anything I all I automatically will be like 
going running. Like I, I gotta go clear my head because it is, it's something that you're like, this is, this is here. This is now, this is what is happening. This is the only thing happening in my world right now. Even if there's a million things that you're stressed about, you know, that you have to dedicate that time to you and just, just to you, just to your mind, just to what is happening in the present. I entirely agree. So you've been running for a year now, right? Yeah, I've been running, I would say, like a mad woman for the last year. I've always like ran, but the last year has been like a different story. So yeah. I love it. (laughs) What is your long-term goal with running? I think for me, my long-term goal is to just to just enjoy it and do it. And I want to be a lifelong runner and I want to be, I want to be able to run with my kids someday. And I want to create a healthy lifestyle. And I want my kids one day to say, my mom cares about her health. My mom cares about her body. I should too. Um, I just think advocating for health is something that is really one of my long-term goals. And it's just, it's my passion and it's what makes me so happy and it's what sets my soul on fire. And so for me, I just think that it's just something I want to do for the rest of my life. So, um, yeah. How do you feel like running has translated to your personal life? Um, For me, I feel like I've always been a very positive person but running has made me just so positive and resilient about situations. Even if I'm going through something not running related, I feel like I somehow relate the positive things that running has created for me into those those situations. And it's made me have such a more open, positive mind about things. And it's also created me to be such an encourager to to those around me, which I always have been, but I feel like it's even been more than it ever has. Than it ever has. I feel like it's also just it heightens your experience of life. It it absolutely has heightened every aspect of life for me. I feel the same way though. Like yeah. I'll have negative comments or something, just everyday life, right. just you know, people just saying something right. negative and I'm like but on this side but, of things. But uh, no, that's how I am too. And it's like people probably are like, please stop. Like those giddy positive people. You know, you sometimes you're like, please. Just like, but no, I think for sure, like it's just made me so positive and giddy. And yeah. the best part is I don't feel like I have to force that. I genuinely feel No, like, no, same. <laughs> I'm like, I really do like, feel this positive. Even if it. you've had a bad day, you can be like in the back of your mind, you're like, oh, well, I did run 10 miles this morning, so it's fine. Like, I feel good about that. I accomplished like, something. That's the life. thing I've accomplished today. But yeah, for <laughs> sure. I love that. That's so uh, important. And it's very valuable. And having things like that translate from a sport, from a passion, from an everyday routine, into your personal life it exceeds just running it exceeds just getting outside for sure it translates to every single part of your life and I think that's something a lot of people don't really understand about health and fitness until they're in it oh absolutely and I think kind of how you said like the support and the community is just it's so fun and positive and everyone wants everyone to just be doing like great things and so 
when you texted me the other, the other day and said that you started running, I my, I was like, I was in the middle of Kroger and I, and I just smiled so big and I was like, yes, girl, like, yes, hop on that train. Like, I was like, <laughs> I have to tell Lexi. She'd probably be so proud of me. I, I know. Some people will te- like text me like, I just ran. I just wanted you to know. And I'm like, yes, boo, you do that. Like, I'm hoping I'm one fine. day I can meet you at your level. Guys, oh, stop. My longest run so far has been seven miles right now to this date which it is june 18th but you guys won't be hearing it until this next monday and i'm really excited to do a 10 mile soon and hopefully lexi will run a race with me someday (laughs) no for sure she's gonna run the run like a girl race so let's all hold her accountable to that no but um yeah we do need to run together sometime for sure i would seriously love that i think it would be so much fun and it's so important to create that community yes even if you are so different from someone else you will always have that commonality oh yeah that that for sure is a big thing I think a lot of just something so fun about running with other people is that you'll talk and you'll run the whole time and then you'll finish like say you go on like a six mile run with a friend like I've never been like I just ran six miles it's always been like we just ran six miles like what as my runs have gotten longer, I actually feel like that too. Yeah. Like, oh, like, I could just keep going. Right, like, right. You'll be like, I just ran seven miles. Like, I just ran this far. It didn't even feel like that. And especially when you do it with people because you have such good conversation and the time just goes so quick. But no, I, yeah, I feel that. Do you ever feel like you have a hump to get over? Like, are your first mile or two always a little bit rougher than like your fifth or sixth? Okay, so I will say that the first mile of a run is always a lie. Um, and I mean, when I say that, I mean, you might have the fastest first mile ever, but you are probably going to drop off after that. <laughs> after that, if you start like at a six minute mile, sis, if you're trying to run 10 miles, I'm not sure you're going to make it. <laughs> you're just, you better just get right. that ground real comfortable. Right, right. So... The first mile for me is always my slowest, and I do that purposely because I want to, A, warm my body up, and B, I'm not trying to full out sprint on a first mile. Like, if I'm running a one-mile run that day, which I don't think I've ever just done one mile, but if you are, go all out. But if you're planning on doing more than a mile, I would start, you just got to start slow, and then you can... I like to drop my paces as I get into it. So say I start at an eight-minute mile. The next mile might be 7.55. Next mile might be 7.50, et cetera. So I think the first mile is a lie. Once you get past that first mile, it just evaluate how you feel. Keep going or don't keep going. But to me, it's always keep going. But... <laughs> I think you have to be realistic with yourself, you too. You do. Don't, if you're not, like, a seasoned runner, don't think, today I'm going to run eight miles. Like, because if you do that, you're going to not love it. You, or maybe injure yourself. Right, right. You, you're you not going to love it. You got to start slow, add your mileage week by week, just a little bit at a time, and then just watch. Just watch what happens. Watch your mind transform. Watch your body transform. Everything. But um, for sure, don't call out on the first mile. <laughs> I feel like I've kind of learned. I don't know exactly. Yes. Like pacing wise, yeah. how you're like tearing your miles. Yeah. I haven't hit that yet. Yeah. I'm still kind of steady at the same Which average Which is exactly mile. how I was at first. Yeah. But um, I will say something so funny was when I ran my first half, I remember 
there were some of these girls were starting so fast and I'm like girlfriend like you're gonna burn out girl you're not gonna make it and I just remember passing them around mile five like after they just sprinted so far ahead of me I'm like I'll see you probably mile five (laughs) you knew it too from (laughs) and I did know it and I passed them and I didn't even didn't even see them the rest of the race but something really cool about that race was I wasn't really looking to like have a great placement like I I wasn't looking to get like I don't know there were 500 people who ran it and I really my goal is just to finish the race and when I crossed the line my parents were like Lex like you just got like 23rd and I was like what and me me like out of 500 people and I was like what like I and I think that was me doubting myself from the like just kind of being like oh like you're just gonna finish it but like I think that's kind of what after that race my soul was set even more on fire because I'm like, like I'm I can do it like I'm kind of good I guess like I'm you and know way what I more mean? capable than you probably right. ever set out to be absolutely which has been the most fun part of it is just seeing your capabilities really and yeah you never realize how capable you are either until uh, you're in probably a position like that where you're racing and right. you're even more set on fire where you're like wow I'm shaving time off I didn't even know I had right when people ask me about a long runner and experience running like how did you do that I could never do that That's, I I can't stand when people say that and my reply is always you are so capable what are you talking about like I, and they'll be like, I could never. And I'm like, yes, you can. Yes, you absolutely can. You are so capable. And I think that my motto is just, you are so capable. You are capable of hard things. And I know I've said it a hundred times, but like until you get it in your mind, like you just got to keep saying it. You have to remind yourself every day and it's okay to do that. Yeah. The other day I almost put one just like a fitness quote or something on my lock screen right. so if I looked at my right. phone during my run my I was reminded to not give up this one isn't doesn't say anything about being capable but I think I've set quotes on my lock screen before too but this one says deep breath girl you got this and it is it is cheesy but like you look at it and you're like I got it like I got this I'm capable I can do this and I think talking yourself into these things are it's a game changer, honestly. And it's a little reminder right there in front of you. Right. Deep breath. Right. Take a deep breath. You got this. Right. Keep going. Right. It means so much more than you would think it right. would mean. And in those moments of looking for that little bit of hope to keep on going, that makes all the difference. Right. I love it. That me makes too. me happy. It makes me happy to talk about someone about running. Wait, oops. It makes me happy to talk to someone about running because I never thought I'd be the one that's like, want to go in a run. Right, right. You drank the Kool-Aid. I'm terrified of me now. That's what I always <laughs> say to people. I'm like, you drank the Kool-Aid you're in. You're in for life. I'm, like, I'm serious about running that half with you this year. Yeah. I'm, I'm serious, guys. Stay tuned for the picture of me and Lexi. Yeah, crossing the finish line, <laughs> biting our hardware. Yes. <laughs> I did it. And I'm literally, I just want to sign up. And it's funny because you said, you know, you, when you were first signing up for a race, you signed up for a half marathon. Right. And that's me. That's I'm always a go big. Person. I know I am too. And it's, it's a blessing and a curse because then sometimes I'm like, why did I say I was doing that? But it's for me, like I said, we were put on this earth 
to do big things. And if I'm doing something, like I'm doing it, I'm going all out on it. And that's just my personality, no matter what it is. I, if it's baking cupcakes, like I'm going to make the best darn cupcakes out there, you know? <laughs> you've never tried right. a cupcake like right. this cupcake. Never, right, Betty Crocker mix, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but nobody would no. ever guess. Right, but I think that, like, if you're going to do something, you, you give it your all or, or don't do it at all. What's the point of cheating yourself? I'm like that too. I'm always like <laughs> diving into whatever right. I'm doing. Like, right. If there's a swimming pool, I'm at right. rock bottom because I'm all in. <laughs> no, that is so me. That's me 100% with everything. And it's great. But sometimes I'm like, oh, like, why did I do that? Like, why am I such an overachiever? Right. No. <laughs> that makes me sound like. So full of myself. I'm not full of myself, guys. But <laughs> no, but it's true when you set big goals and you accomplish yeah. them and you're you know, you're trying to reach these big, big goals. It's important to set them for right. yourself. Even if it doesn't seem possible, I think it's important to put it out there for ourselves so we can achieve right. it. We work every single day to make it possible for right. ourselves. Right. And I think when you do accomplish that big goal that you have, you set another goal. Because you're like, I can, I did that first goal. I can do, like, I can do something else. I was capable of that, so I'm capable of this. And so, I, I think that's why I've signed up for races, like, time and time again. Is because there's just nothing like that feeling to me. I'm sitting here, like, I already ran today, and I want to go run right now. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh! So yesterday, my friend and I. <laughs> This, this describes a crazy runner. <laughs> it was on my story. I don't even know if you saw it. But we did a really hard tempo run, which is basically like an all-out. Um, we did seven miles. But we were – we both run every single day. And, like, we're low-key crazy. And when we're together, it's just a – it's a – I don't even – it's dangerous. My mom was like, dude, you guys need to chill out. But – we were, um, we ran our tempo seven. We're like, oh, that, that was honestly kind of hard. Like that, that was one of my most challenging runs. And we were, uh, we laid out our mats, like, which is also so fun. Like after a run to just lay out a mat and do some abs and just chill and breathe for a sec. And we were in the middle of our abs. And my friend was like, dude, like, I kind of want to go run one more mile. And I was like, just squeeze one more no, out. But the crazy thing was, I was thinking that in my mind. I was like, Becca, like, I was thinking that too, but like, should we? Like, I don't know. And our shoes were already off at that point. And we both started to put our shoes on. And we're like, we'll just classify it as a cool down. And we're like, it's like an obsession. Yes, no, you it, love it. It is. It's, it's an addiction. It's, it's a good drug of choice, but. It's so funny. Like, you just get so hooked because you get hooked on the feeling that it gives you, which sounds like like drugs or something, but it's – I promise, guys. But it's a healthy obsession. But, no, it's so, it's so funny. Just And that's the coolest part about our endorphins is it gives us such a natural high. Right. That we're, we literally are having an elevated experience 24-7. For free, guys. For free. <laughs> you don't have to pay for anything. You don't anything. have to pay for anything. <laughs> It's just hard uh, earned through your hard No, work. but there's so many times, like, I'll run in the morning, and then, like, uh, maybe at night I'm, like, not doing anything. I'll be like, like I really want to, like, I'm sitting on the couch, and I'm like, I really want to go on another run. But it's like, I can't. I like, know, I'm like, should I? For my physical sake, I'm like, I know if I overdo it, like, I'll get hurt. But it's a good thing to be that excited it's about hard, something. But it's hard. It, it is more hard for me to have a rest day than to go out and run. And you'll learn that. 
you'll be like sitting there and you're like, I need to run. Like I got to run. But your body's like, no, you need to not run. But your mind is like, go run. It's, it's like, like an itch. You it's can't literally scratch. a game. Like, so I, I found like going rollerblading is so fun. Like it kind of gives you that same sense of like your heart rate elevated and, or biking. Just if you feel like you need to do something, do something like that. But yeah, I will say rest days are important. And I learned that very quickly, but it's hard to take rest days. It is really hard because it's a group. It is. It's a healthy habit. Right. And once you cultivate that, it's kind of like when you go to school every day. When you're not at school, you're like, oh, this is weird. Right. Or whatever you have going on on your schedule, that's every single day when you take that out. And also, if you're someone that works out, you understand your endorphins are high, you're feeling great. Right. When you don't have that, it's kind of like, You feel kind of down. Okay. No, like you feel kind of down. Like Sundays are always my rest day. Like- I always, unless I take Saturdays off, I take a day on the weekend off and it's always like kind of a down day. I'm just like, oh, like I'm kind of sad. Like, (laughs) no, but please take rest days for your, for your physical sake. Rest days are so important. And just remember if you're feeling like that during your rest day, it just means you're excited and you love what you're right. doing. That's what I love about rest day. So today I actually took a rest day because tomorrow I'm running a long run. And um, it makes you kind of more excited for the next run because you're like, I'm going to have fresh legs. I'm going to feel good. Like, I can't wait, wait to run tomorrow. So, but yeah, take a rest day if needed. But don't take too many rest days because then it's like, I don't know. Then you almost don't want to go back. Then you don't want to go back. <laughs> yeah. So it's nice to have that consistent structure, but oh, also yeah. that laid back day where you're able to eat, take care of your body, uh, take a bath. I don't know. Do something you Epsom love. Epsom salt bath. Yes. Advocate much of that. <laughs> <laughs> I need one of those. Yeah. Right um, ice bath. Those are so slept on. Those are so great, but they're also horrible at the same time, but. I think if you do an ice bath and then, like, take a hot shower right after. I mean, just take care of yourself, really, for the longevity of the rest. Like, for your life, for your health, just you just have to learn to take care of yourself, really. It feels good to know that you feel good. Yes, absolutely. And not struggling to – even little things like – Health is wealth. Health is wealth, everybody. Health is wealth. You cannot put a price tag on it. And it's prosperity. Like, right. You're consistently growing and becoming. And I think it also translates to life. You know, if you're willing to oh, work yeah. hard on your run. Right. You're willing to work hard at work. Right. In your relationships. Right. In every last part of your right. life. Right. Right. When I was interviewing to become a teacher, um, I actually told the um, the committee that was hiring me um, that I was a, a marathon runner. And um, after they hired me, they kind of told me, they said, like a big reason that we're like hiring you is because you told us you were a marathon runner, which, which translates to you are a very hard worker and you are dedicated and you will stick to something. And when I told them that I was a runner, I was like, Oh, I'm just telling them like, that's a a hobby. But that translated to them as she's a hard worker. She is consistent. She makes goals for herself. And I think that that was something that really resonated with me. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like, People think that, like, I didn't think that that was a thing, but it translates to everyday life, kind of how you said. I think your physical health says a lot about you oh, as yeah. a person. A hundred percent. I think I can tell a lot about someone based upon how they take care of themselves. Absolutely. No, completely. And um, 
I think that was really humbling for me to hear because not that you need people to always notice that things like that about you, but it's humbling to know that it matters. It, it matters. And it, and it translates you working out and running and doing whatever you're doing translates to your everyday life. Even if you don't realize it, it's so much bigger. Yes. It's so much bigger yes. than just a run. It's so much right. bigger than the trail you're on. It's so right. much bigger than the race you're running. Oh my gosh. It, it all translates to your life. Um, I mean, how many people do you know that? I mean, you are with a group of people every day at CrossFit, and I'm pretty sure every single one of those people, after they leave that gym, they are a go getter in life. They are getting after it at work. They are getting after it, taking care of their families. I think that, I don't know, to me, I think people who work out are, are happier. It, it's just a thing. Like It is a thing. And it's a thing all around, like right. full circle. Right. Like, there's the fitness, there's the relationships, right. there's the career, there's the goals, there's the accomplishment. And those are some of the best people to be around because they're the people that are going to make you work hard for the things that you want. And everybody has those desires. It's just, how do you get there? And I feel fitness is what actually made me become successful, not only in just fitness, but in my career. Oh my gosh, yeah. In everything. Because it gave you that confidence. It gave you that extra push you needed. It it gave you that motivation. I completely, I couldn't agree more with that, honestly. It's so nice talking to someone that gets that. Yes. There's not enough people I, that just get it. I'm like, and if I, only you would do it. Well, <laughs> but I think a lot of it is that some people are genuinely scared to, to do something big. And I think once they do it, they realize what they're capable of. But until they get over that being scared part, it. You, they'll just never experience it. And so you you have got to get out of your comfort zone. Like the most growth happens when you're uncomfortable. Fear will shrink you. Oh my gosh, absolutely. Fear will take it all away it, from you and yeah. you will be very small. Yeah. You're microscopic when right. you let fear rule right. your life. Now, I'm not telling you not to be afraid. Right. You're. I'm always afraid. Right. I'm afraid, right. I'm scared, you're but I'm standing, gonna You're it. sitting here and you're like, oh my gosh, like in your mind, you're scared, but like, you can't show that. And sometimes you got to fake it till you make it until you, I am such an advocate of like, you do fake it till you make it until you actually get yourself to believe it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like you tell yourself over and over, I am strong. I am capable. I can do this. Even if you don't think that in your mind, you keep saying that and it will translate into reality. And look fear in the face and run right. Right. Absolutely. Like you have no power over my life. Right. Right. Fear is not even really it's, real. It shouldn't be. It's just like a vacate of your imagination. Right. Truly. It's something that you fabricate to protect yourself, but you are so much more capable than the fear makes you think you are. So make sure you think about that and you address it and you're like, is this right. really me or am right. I just scared? Right. I mean, and with that being said, we have one life to live. We are given one chance on this earth. Why would you live? In fear, why would you not live? Just setting, doing something that is makes you passionate and sets your soul on on fire, and just makes you relentless with every. You know what I mean? Like, why would you not? I'm huge on doing the impossible. Oh, <laughs> gonna run a marathon tomorrow, aren't you? <laughs> a month from now, like, well, I could do it. Right. I seriously, I think it's so important to have big goals and. 
to do things that you feel like you never would be capable right. of doing because once you do it, you literally have opened every single door. Oh for my yourself. gosh, yes. You and kind of how you said once you started getting into fitness, think of like what you've cultivated and grown. Like for your age, it's unreal. But I mean, maybe you are right, and it maybe has spurred from work starting working out and learning that consistency is key and dedication and do you know what I mean like no absolutely and thank you so much but I totally agree I feel like my work ethic was instilled in me when I was younger but I actually didn't really come down to the root of it until I started working out and I saw myself accomplish something for the first time like whether it be a push-up or a pull-up right and I really started to right. believe in that work right. ethic. And I was like, okay, it's in me. Right. I know I have it. And then from there on, it was just game over. Right, right. And I think that, that's the fun That's the fun part about it is you're like, game over. Like, done playing games with you, fear. Like, I'm here. I'll see you later. Like, see ya. I'm running away see from ya. you. See ya, deuces. <laughs> like, no, seriously. Like, I couldn't agree more with that. I feel like we've had such good conversation and I'm so excited (laughs) for everyone listening right now, just talking about something I'm so passionate about and that Lexi's so passionate about. It just feels really, really good to touch base on health and fitness because it's truly the foundation of everything that I am, everything that my life encompasses and probably same for you too. Oh, honestly. Yeah. hundred percent. And I think the scary thing is though, you can't find your identity in that. Do you know what I mean? Like if, for some horrible reason, running was taken away from me. I still need to know who I am without it. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. I feel like it's also that time to find yourself, create yourself, yes. and understand yourself. Right. And who you are. Right. Right. And also, I do think running has really, really helped me figure out who I am as a person and really... Um, honestly transformed my mind which sounds crazy but yeah I can relate to that on the (laughs) deepest level (laughs) because my mind has just completely changed and every day we were sitting in here and you're like my lungs they feel so open (laughs) I'm like I just can't help but right no seriously like that's how I feel sometimes too like you can walk up a, a flight of stairs without being out of breath or like just like I don't know. It's just crazy. Just And how good does that feel to know I'm taking care of my home? Yes. My body right. and these bones, it feels so good. And you don't even know what you're missing until right. you have it. Right. So, like, you don't even know you're unhealthy until you're healthy. And you're oh, like, my gosh. How did I ever live no, like that? No, seriously, that's how I feel. That is seriously how I feel. And that is that is my mindset. It's like we've get, we've been given one life. We have been given one body. And – like I said, health is wealth. Like you, you can't get a whole body replacement. I'm sorry. Like you, you got to just take care of what you have. You have to be grateful for what you have and yeah, take care of yourself. There's not much more to say about that. It's just, you got to plant these seeds. You've got to water right. them. You've got to take care of yourself and everything else from that will flow. Well, and all like once you advocate health, I think a lot of eyes are on you. Other people are looking at you. They're looking towards you, um, which could ultimately motivate them to want to get to a healthy place in their life. Like, oh, Olivia, she started running. Like, maybe I should try to start running. And then, I mean, it's just a never-ending cycle and a in a chain of events that happens. And everyone, I don't know, you just, 
if you're advocating for help, there are a lot of eyes on you. And that's a great thing because then people will also want to change their ways of their life and become healthier. And I think that's a great thing about about fitness, honestly. That hopefully it can be a chain reaction to everyone around Yeah, you. seriously, for sure. If you could give everybody one last piece of advice, what do you think that would be? I think I kind of said it earlier, but, and it's cheesy, you know, but you are capable. You are capable of hard, hard, hard things, no matter what your goal is. If you want to be a crazy runner, be a crazy runner. But even if it's not running related, you are capable of hard things. God did not put you on this earth to do little things. And that's something that I think about every single day. Like, why would he put us on this earth to be average human beings? You know? And so I think that you are just so capable. That's my, that's my advice. And I think that you should use the tools that God has given you and put them to use. I think that's super valuable advice as well, because a lot of us don't see that within ourselves. Right. So to understand our own capabilities, the rest is just limitless. Right. Exactly. I'm so happy I got to bring Lexi on the podcast for you guys today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I was like, Lexi, you want to be on my podcast? And I'm like, um, yes, absolutely. (laughs) I hope you guys love this just as much as I did. And I hope you guys are having the best week ever. I'll see you guys next week on the podcast. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye. (laughs) Thank you guys for tuning in to yet another week of Real and Relentless. If you're feeling up to it, I'd absolutely love to hear your thoughts on the podcast in the reviews. And I absolutely can't wait to have you guys on the podcast next week. Have the best week ever.